Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. Now, I have given up everything else, which I knew to be the only way to really know Christ. I haven't learned all I should, but I keep working towards the day when I will finally be all that Christ saved me for and wants me to be. 2020, knowing him more and more, knowing me. Welcome to your Carl House and now, a senior pastor, Reverend Gilbert Osei. Lift up your right hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another night. As we fellowship with your word in your spirit, we ask for clarity, understanding, enlightenment. We grow in knowledge by growing in grace. We thank you that today we see your word as you want us to see it. We see ourselves in your word as you want us to see us in you. Thank you for all you have done, all you are doing, and all you are about to do. In Jesus' mighty name, let the saints respond. Amen. Can you take your seat? Hallelujah. We've had a glorious time this week. Oh, how many of you agree with me? It's been awesome. It's been awesome, 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 awesome. So we are continuing from where we stopped yesterday. The theme has been, when is the miraculous? When is the miraculous? When is the miraculous? One of the key things we learned at the beginning of this series is the fact that the things of God are taught and explained. The things of God, they are taught and they are explained. What it simply means is that there is nothing about Christianity that you can't be taught about. There is nothing concerning our Christian work that you can't be taught or it can't be explained. Uh, better still, with proper understanding and explanation, you can effectively do what you must do in Christianity. Let me say it in another way. Sometimes we do a lot of things, practices in Christianity we don't even understand. You came to church, they started clapping, you started clapping. Shout until the Lord, you started shouting. We do things without proper teaching or explanation. But the things of God are taught. Anything concerning Christianity must be taught. That's, the, that's how I should say it. It must be taught. It must be explained. Because when you have a better understanding, whatever you do with understanding, you are effective in it. When we started going to church and we were taught coming to church is to solve personal problems, it gets to a stage when you don't have a personal problem, you don't see why you should go to church. When we were taught prayer is about killing witches, and you look around your life, you don't see any witchcraft movement. You don't see the need to pray. When prayer was taught us, 
that prayer is all about us and us killing the devil. When there is nobody to kill, you are not motivated to pray. But when you are properly taught about prayer, you can't go without praying. That's why Paul will say, pray without ceasing. If prayer is according to your problem, it doesn't mean you always have a problem. But he says, pray without ceasing. Because the truth of the matter is that if we don't pray, nothing happens on this earth. Our prayer makes the power of God available and we give direction to the power of God. So if you come to think of the fact that your prayer makes things happen, somebody's salvation is dependent on your prayer. You won't be sleeping when we are praying. So the things of God, the things of Christianity are taught. Imagine if, imagine, just imagine that your prayer has the ability to save or stop the next accident. Will you sleep? Last time I saw an accident and everybody on the bus were gone. Life is precious. Souls are so precious. That's why God will come and die for souls. So if he entrusted the ministry of reconciliation to us, we can't only be chasing after material things. You can't. He says, if anyone is in crisis, a new creature, all things are passed away, all things are made new. He says, all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself and has given to us, other translation uses, and has committed to us. The work that God did in Christ has been committed to you and I. So you pick your diary and ask yourself, so if God has committed the salvation of men to me, we are in the month of October, how many people have been saved because of me? What has been your focus in the year? So you need to be taught to understand Christianity. So a lot of people go to church, come to church. But do you really understand what Christianity is? And especially when pastors like me started by feeding the church with covetousness and materialism. So that people think the blessing of God is the car you drive. And yet it's not so in the Bible. That's why you need to understand that Christianity is based on knowledge. Christianity is based on knowledge. If Christianity is based on knowledge, if, if you don't know, you can be doing effectively what you shouldn't have done at all. Christianity is based on knowledge. So if you don't have knowledge or you are wrongly taught, you can be in Christianity doing effectively what you shouldn't do at all. And that's what we've been doing. When people go to church, gather for hours all night, killing witches, and you can't find it as an instruction by Jesus. The church of Christ never met to kill witches. Wrong information will make you 
waste time on things you already have. Wrong information. You can be praying for something you have. Practical example. There are Christians who pray that God should make them their son. Heradi mamenye oba wai. Famese oba. Mamenye oba. Famese oba. Famese oba. Oh, Jesus. John chapter 1, verse 12. Abi? To them that believe, he gave them what? The power, power to become. To become. When you become a believer, you have been given the power to become a son of God. Not when you pray, you become a son of God. As many as believed in him. He says, even them that believed on his name. So when you are wrongly taught, you can be fasting and praying for God to make you his son. What ignorance does. I said something yesterday when I was teaching the things that it doesn't matter how long a lie has lingered. It doesn't make it the truth. It doesn't matter. How long we have been taught to pray some prayers, it doesn't make it right. The day you stop praying that prayer, or no, the day you have the knowledge to stop that prayer, you will know you have wasted your life and time. You have sowed into things you shouldn't have sold for. Paid for things you shouldn't have paid for. I know pastors who make people sow seed for their sins. Sin offering. So you are sowing a seed so that God will forgive your sins. I have had that before. I'm telling you. I sat in the office. Somebody came and told me he has done some very, very bad things. So the Lord has touched his heart. As you bring this seed... That time, only I took it. I didn't know, honestly. I didn't, I didn't know. So, yes, I said, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Some things, it takes only dangerous seed. Uh, by the way, how much is the thing in the envelope? Let's see. You know, we have to value your sin equals to your offering to see if it meets the requirement. And yet the Bible says that by his blood he paid our sins. So how can Jesus pay for your sins and then you are sowing seed for your sin? That's why the things of Christianity, you have to be taught. If you are not taught, you can be doing effectively. You know, there's beauty, there's, there's, you know there's beauty in ignorance. <laughs> Let me use a better English word. There's bliss in ignorance. You know you can be very ignorant and it's so beautiful. So sometimes you have brought the seed for your offering, for your sin. And when you put there, you feel that something has just left you. <laughs> you, you get it? You know how when the moment you take the communion bread. The woman is here. I wanted to mention her name. The communion madam. The moment you Take the communion bread. As it's going through your truth, you feel forgiven all of a sudden. Because you have been told 
that the eating of the bread and the drinking of the wine is what makes you forgiving. Yet Colossians 1.14, Ephesians 1.7, he says, in him, when you are in Christ, you have forgiveness of sins. He says, even by his blood. So I have been eating and feeling some things. What have I been feeling? Ignorance is beautiful. It didn't start from you. Adam was told when he eats the fruit, he'll be like God. Yet in his formation, God said, let's make man in our image. So what exactly was Adam going to eat to become? So the things of God we said are taught. You have to be taught about the miraculous. Because if we are not taught, we will start thinking God doesn't even have power. I know some Christians who believe in the power of the devil more than the power of God. No, 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 let me say it in a better way. There are some Christians, they even assume the devil is more powerful than God. So that when you are telling God to do it, sister, I won't ask you, I won't ask you. When you are saying God will do it, they want you to understand, you don't understand. If you understand, you will say God will do it. (laughs) So the things of the spirit are taught. Christianity is based on knowledge. So as a believer, next point, I need to learn to identify when is the miraculous. We're dealing with when is the miraculous. I'm doing a little recap and then we get to today. When is the miraculous? As a believer, I must learn to identify when the power of God is moving. Because some Christians are not sensitive to the spirit of God. They can't see the move of God. So sometimes God is doing something in the church. Somebody needs God for that which God is doing in the church by their home. As a pastor, I hear several problems of members. And they are telling me the problem. And there's a teaching that can solve the problem. And they won't come. You have to be sensitive. To know the move of God. Next point. We again learn that what you are able to recognize will determine how you will be blessed. What you are able to recognize will determine how you will be blessed. What you are able to recognize will determine how you'll be blessed. Let me say this. It's one of the things I'm teaching on Thursdays concerning are you listening to the Spirit of God? Sometimes... The power of God that will solve that challenge you have is not Gidigidio. So if you are not sensitive, you missed it. Some people they think only God moves when there is oil and water. The greatest need 
you may have, its solution can just be in a handshake. The greatest need you may have, its solution can be in a handshake. The woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, Jesus didn't lay hands. Oil was not poured on her. No screaming. I bind and I loose. The Bible says she touched just the hem. The hem of Jesus' garment is just touching somebody's cloth. To the extent that the person may not even feel it. But because Jesus controls his power, he felt that virtue had left him. That's what I'm saying. The power of God sometimes that will solve that problem you are looking for. It's so simple you can miss it. Sometimes God is speaking to you, but it is through a conversation with your pastor. But because pastor didn't say, thou sayest the Lord, you are taking it for granted. Sometimes that answer you are looking for, that answer is just tied in that phone conversation. That phone conversation. That phone conversation. But because we are not properly taught, we have been programmed to think God only moves in the spectacular. When it's not Hujios, God is not in it. Sometimes, God's most powerful move is in simplicity. That's why the Israelites miss Jesus. Because if, if, even if a king's son is born, they have seen how men show forth their children. And then the son of God is born. And he's born in a manger. Uh-uh. He couldn't find any of the fine, fine cities in Jerusalem. Bethlehem, Nazareth, that nothing good can come out from there. So the Christian must be sensitive to the things of the spirit. That it is not in glamour. If we did flyers, billboard, I'm sure. But sometimes, that most powerful move of God is in simplicity. It won't be a special program. Pastor will not be wearing suit and tie. Do you think every move of God in your life should be in a program? It can be an ordinary day. But the believer must always be sensitive to the things of the Spirit. When a counsel can be God speaking, it's a counsel. It's a counsel. Sometimes that which will save your life, save you from wasting several decades of your life was that conversation that happened within two minutes. But because of what you expected it to be, was not what it, it was, you may miss that voice of God. If you are very observant, you will notice that the church has reduced media things. Social media. We don't post. Somebody says, ah, are you people not doing church? We are. The church is not on social media. The church is not Facebook. The church is the people who are committed to come. The sacrifice of moving from your house to come and sit. It shows you want to be discipled. So people are waiting for me to do 
Facebook like so that they will sit in the comfort of their homes and enjoy the word. Enjoy it in the spirit. No. The media has its positivity. The media, oh, it has so many good things. But we can't over-rely on it. It's destroying people's Christianity. If you are leading prayer on Facebook, and you are praying, you are still on Facebook, and notifications are popping up, how would you concentrate and reverence what you are doing? You are talking to God. Another notification is, if you are talking to a man, your, part, your father, you are talking to somebody in position, your full attention is a sign of respect and honor. Can you do that on social media? On social media, several pastors, everybody is bringing his revelation. Which of them are you listening to? So sometimes I see members liking every post. Some of them, they don't even read, they have liked it. Buddha, you are, you are sharing Buddha's statement. So if Satan says something, you go and share it. Said by Satan. Then you, no. I said it last week, Thursday. There's no action of man that is neutral. There's no. You're either here or you are there. There's no here and there. Every action is motivated by a spiritual implication. The reason you obeyed is by a spirit. The reason you disobeyed is by a spirit. It's very simple. So you need to be sensitive as a child of God. Okay, Mark chapter 9, 23. What's the scripture we have been using? Mark 9, 23. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Mm-hmm. Jesus said unto him. Jesus said unto him. If thou can believe all if things. If you can believe. All things are all possible. Things are possible. We have studied that, that. When you read the scriptures, you keep scriptures in context. He says, if you believe. All things are what? Possible. possible. This was concerning a healing. This was concerning a demon-possessed child. And Jesus says, if that parent can believe that that situation can be sorted out, it can't be sorted out. If thou can't believe, all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible. We learned that sometimes we think if it is the will of God. So sometimes you are praying, Father, if it is your will, forget that one. The will of God is constant and consistent. Especially when death is not a product of God. Sickness is not from God. God, you don't need to ask God whether he wills you are well. Uh-uh. This sickness is going to lead to death. Then you are asking God, Heraldi say, Opa, Sami Papa, Yari no. The will of God is consistent. In Matthew 8, 3, Jesus said, I will. So we must know that any situation we find ourselves, 
the orchestrations of the devil is not the will of God. We have also learned that God has not used evil to teach us. So it's not God who has permitted it to teach you a lesson. God uses his word to teach us. We can learn from trials and temptation, but it is not God. Do you see the difference? I can go through something and I learn from it. For example, I didn't pray about the business. I didn't do my due diligence and I invest in something and it fails. And then I'm struggling for that which I didn't do. I cannot say God is the one who allowed it because I am stubborn. No, I may learn from that experience that next time I must do due diligence. Hello? So learning from something is not God who is making you learn. Because God does not use evil to teach or correct us. I can learn from an evil experience as a human being. But God is not the author of evil. God is light in him. There is no darkness. James 1.13 Let no man say when I'm tempted, I'm tempted of the Lord for God does not tempt with evil. Neither. God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither does he tempt any man with evil. So God is using alcohol to tempt you and see. So when you drink it and you are booze, you say what? We're failing, we're failing. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, 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 no. No. God doesn't do that. God doesn't do that. Are you here? God doesn't do that. Again, one of the things we learned is that you can't believe without saying. You can't believe without saying. First, if you believe, all things are possible. And then if you believe, you have to say what you believe. Because you can't believe without saying, but you can say without believing. You can't believe without saying, but you can say without believing. When you believe, you say. So if you believe you'll be healed, you keep saying it. I will be healed. I am healed. I am out of the situation. If you believe it, you say it. We good? Next thing we also learned was that it is possible to get a miracle now. The only thing is if you believe. It is possible to get a miracle now. If you believe. If you believe. If you believe, it is possible to get a miracle. Then we started looking at certain characteristics of miracle. Number one, we said a miracle is an actual power of God. A miracle is an actual power of God. When you are talking about a miracle, you are talking about the power of God. So if you doubt miracle, you are doubting the power of God. If you think a miracle can happen, it means you think the power of God cannot. Or God doesn't have power. A miracle is an actual power of God. Number two, a miracle is the power of God in demonstration. A miracle is the power of God in demonstration. A miracle is the power of God in demonstration. Again, a miracle is God working in a situation. I'm moving fast because these are all recaps of things I've taught in three days. So if you didn't come, you have to take a rush and write. It's important. Put them down. 
emphasis is for clarity. And faith is also built <laughs> like that, you know. So a miracle is the power of God in demonstration. A miracle is God working in a situation. A miracle is God working in a situation. Miracles are not logical. We said miracles are not logical. Simply put, miracles don't make sense. One of the ways to see this is a miracle is that it won't make sense. Miracles are not logical. Next one is that a miracle suspends natural processes. A miracle, when a miracle happens, it means a natural process has been suspended. Maybe this is the process the sickness should have gone through. Oh, when you malaria, there, it malaria, it will take you not less than five to one week before you are cured. You have to take this medicine, coratine. Eh? Two morning, two afternoon, two evening, or three, then you do this. But when a miracle happens, instantly, a process is stopped. Instantly, you are back. And people are wondering, hey, what medicine did you use? It is the power of God that suspends the normal process of time. Is that okay? Again, a miracle is that inspontaneous, inspontaneous. Sorry, the word was instant, instant, not inspontaneous. It's instantaneous, instantly, and then spontaneously. Suspension of a natural course of things. Instantaneous, spontaneous suspension of the natural course of things without expecting, out of the blue, from nowhere, boom, something happens. That's a miracle. Are we good? Another thing we learned again was that the power of God is creative. The power of God is creative. Which means the power of God can put what is not there there. Something that is missing in your life, the power of God through miracles can create that thing for you. The power of God is creative. The next thing was that the power of God is restorative. The power of God is restorative. What it also means is that what has been lost can be replaced by the power of God. We don't know how but it can be replaced by. I've seen miraculous videos where somebody's teeth grew instantly. A sin anyhow. You see, when you start, hey, that means you are thinking God has your power. Let me tell you this, I've not told you. Do you think the world was created in five days? No, seven days or whatever days they call it. No, no, that's English grammar. The world that you are in with all the things you come and see, didn't happen in a process. It was his description that was in a process. The word of God brought things into being. It brought things to being. It was not a construction worker. Day one. Yeah, boy, we are bread. All swear we are in the easy. The way he carried the sun. (laughs) 
the way he carried the son, it was too heavy. So the first day, he brought the sun. Then he brought the moon. Then he went to sleep. When he woke up, he said, Ah! Day two. <laughs> Day two. Just understand, if you know the power of God, God doesn't need process to make things happen. By the way, have you ever thought why Adam was not created a baby? So that he grows. Uh-uh. Was Adam not created a man? Did you say let us create a baby in our image? Then the baby will grow. Let's make man. What it simply tells is that God can do anything when he wants to do it at any time. It is called creation is a miracle. Miracle don't follow the processes of time. When contractors are building, they then need to do foundation first. They say, I'm casting mortar now. Then I'll be calling. And so ah, I went to the church. I'm not seeing this old prof. They have to do the mixing. Then they have to allow the team to relax. That's men's process. That's men's, okay. Let's say he used one day to create one thing. So imagine the whole land of this world was created in one day. Then because of the human body and its complication, it took him another whole day to create man. So 24 hours, God was running behind time. Have you forgotten that God does not live in time? It is our Moses' description. Who was timing God? Who created time? He lives in eternity. He lives where time suspends. And that's how his power, his move happens. That's why Mary can conceive without any natural processes. Boom! The Holy Ghost shall overshadow you. First, I used to say, it's like how anointing force or you talk from Gum over so you Mary Tiffy or sorry, Kai. Yeah. So the power of God, what I'm just saying is that the power of God suspends human processes. And that's what we call a miracle. The power of God is curative. Curative means it cures. I have to understand and know and believe in my heart that I serve a God who has power to cure. We saw it severally, several scriptures that God cured all manner of sicknesses and diseases. The power of God is curative. You see, we said the power of God is restorative. That's why people can die and bring them back. Dying is that life has left you. Then life was brought back. That's restoration, right? Lazarus was dead. They have embalmed his body. Three days. His, his family are even saying, that by now he's thinking, Jesus should have come earlier on. Jesus went to stand and said, Lazarus, Ba, 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 Lazarus, Comfort. I heard somebody say Lazarus' wife's name was Comfort, and he's been troubling him. So when Jesus said, Lazarus, Comfort, us here right there. <laughs> Lazarus, Comfort. Bam, he came. On pen and WhatsApp, a woman crossed in a voice. 
So the power of God is restorative, creative, curative. Again, we learned from the experience of the woman with the issue of blood that our faith can give direction to the power of God. Our faith can give. You can personalize it. My faith can give direction to the power of God. My faith. So that means I can believe for the power of God to come to where I am or a situation I find myself. My faith can give direction. I've seen people. That's why one of the things we also learned is that um, believing God for a miracle is not peculiar to Christians. I know unbelievers who have believed me, my own would And you, the situation, doctors have even written the situation off in some way, somehow. Their mother didn't die. I've forgotten the name of that um, man of God, but there was a man of God whose son was into drugs and all things. And severally people used to complain to him, your son is that, blah, blah. And he always said to them that my son can never die without accepting Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior. He always said it. It doesn't matter what they say. Hey, he said, now, as for your son, dear, hmm. As for your son there. Hmm. And he always responded, my son. Then one day they came to tell him that his son had an accident. He's, he's gone. Then he asked a question. Did he accept Jesus? He said, no. He said, please don't go and bury my son. Bring him back. If you tell me that he was with his friends, they were, he was drunk, and they had an accident, and they said, is that please, nobody should take my son. To the morgue. If you tell, if you say that my son didn't accept Jesus, they brought the son to the house. He didn't pray. The son was lying down. The boy declared dead. The next thing they saw, he sneezed. Hit him. He woke up. Then he asked his father, Father, what must I do to be saved? His father preached the gospel to him, led him to Christ. The boy died again. Because the father has said. What have you been saying? Oh, I saw your daughter. I saw your son. Hmm. <laughs> that my son. Hmm. He will kill me. <laughs> That's what you've been saying. You will get it. So when you hear, oh, this boy killed the mother. How? Hmm. The boy went to do this when they told the mother. When the mother heard it, the mother hold the hand. Ah, 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 it is her confession. One of our sister's father told me, I, I encouraged the man to go and do a prayer stage. He said, oh, only when we saw said you The man said you we didn't do it, the man died. What have you been saying? It pained my heart. But the man, there are some things you can say and believe. We believe in our heart. We confess what? With our mouth. What do you believe in your heart? What have you been confessing with your mouth? As for the devil, he's looking for job. If you empower him, he will work. Are you with me? So, my faith. So, the lady said, the woman with the issue of blood, she said, if he is, the son of God, if I touch by the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. 
And Jesus was on the way to Jairus' house, and yet the woman was able to pull the power of God to her. I'm saying it doesn't matter where you are. Your faith can pull the power of God to you. Is somebody with me? Next point. If we speak the word of God as effective as we take doctor's prescription, we will walk in the power of God. If we treat as effective and efficient the prescriptions of doctors, we will walk in the power of God. I simply taught them that. I have noticed that when a doctor says something, we take it with all our heart, with all our faith. You need to take this drug. If you don't take it, I can't guarantee what will happen to you. Sometimes you even be sleeping there. You remember what your doctor said. No, sorry. Now we'll crawl in. Now we'll cough up. If the effectiveness we attach to doctor's prescription is the same effectiveness we attach to the word of God, we will walk in the power of God. We will walk in the power of God. So you can be saying to yourself, the power of God is working in my body. I want to hear you say it. The power of God is working in my body. And it is affecting healing in my body. The power of God is working in my body. Effecting healing in my body. You see, there are some things you should say it and say it and say it. Like I said yesterday, some of you, when the moment you hear that pain, that sharp pain in your head, you have so much confidence in Advil that if that confidence you had in the word of the Lord that I place my hand on my head, I walk in divine healing. How can you trust in medicine more than you trust in the word of God? That is not, it's not evil. Never. But that same effectiveness, trust, believe we have with men who are doctors, if we have same with God's word, we will walk in the miraculous. Hallelujah. Then we ask the question, what comes to your mind first when there is pain in your body? What comes to your mind first when there is pain in your body? Then the answer was, what comes to your mind first when there is pain in your body is what has been dominating your thinking. You know, there are some people when they go and apply for a job and they don't get it, or they say, no, or we'll get back to you. The next thing, hey, me fear be for come on. So, what comes to your mind first when there is a situation of impossibility? Do you think the devil is at work in your life? What comes to your mind first? What comes to your mind first? When you find yourself in a situation, your boss has said something, people are ganging up against you, what comes to your mind first? Sadly, Africans are so superstitious. Even when they go and play football and they score us. We played football with England and the England beat us. Yes, what am I do? 
what comes to our mind first? Superstition is not good for a Christian. You shouldn't be superstitious. You should not, not be superstitious at everything. Two days ago, a businessman called me. He's building a house in East Lagoon. And then the next morning when they went there, somebody has used blood to mark the wall. So he called me. He took a video. He said, I should pray for him. I said, no, first take a video. Let me see. So when he took the video, I said, don't pray, don't pray. He said, Prof, my tipper, I mean, bump I. So don't pray. He says, actually, I know people are against you. I said, forget that one. In case even people are against you, don't pray so that they will know they don't have power. When you pray about some things, you even make the power, devil feel he has power. <laughs> 20 minutes time. One of the neighbors came to him and said he wants to come and apologize to him. What is it? He said his dogs were fighting and one of them beat the other in the blood. He saw that the dog has used their blood to mark the wall. <laughs> so can you imagine? Can you imagine if he didn't come and call another person? You have to sow a seed. There's some, there are some forces from your mother's house who have seen your success that because you are breaking through, they can't see how fast you are moving. See, blood, eh? Blood. <laughs> blood is thicker than water. You see, you can't play with blood covenants. You see, there are different kinds of covenants. The blood covenant is the most dangerous one. Here we go. And then you are binding a losing dog fight. We are so superstitious that everything means something. Birds in your area can't find a nest. They have seen there's a shade around. You have, you have. You see how you are laughing because you can identify it, right? <laughs> a cat has lost, I'm sure he has lost his owner or whatever, and has turned our house into his house. And I noticed that he's seen that under the car is very warm for it. So every time. So when I say, hey, Nyamia Jinipo, because when you see the face of the cat, you fast and pray. <laughs> Superstition. And you know the funny thing? Gilbert. Sometimes I don't know how some things pass through my mind. You know, I was just thinking that some of the, the cats you are binding is somebody's special food. <laughs> you know, I have a wide mind, don't mind me. It's true. Oh, it's true. I have a friend. He loves cat meat. Those days at Cape Coast, Kivas, there was a place by the stadium. He goes to eat fufu. He introduced me to it. But my superstition couldn't give me the courage. Because where I'm coming from, they have told me so many things about cat. Cat is a sign of soul or whatever. When somebody's coming to die, the cat will all of a sudden disappear. Have you heard of those coconancy stories? You know, so my friend was graciously enjoying the fufu and the cat. When I picked the cat, Brethren, superstition. 
But me, I've eaten snake before. Monkey. Oh. You know, monkey, there's a meat here. I can never forget it. But do you know that some people worship monkey? So, you see, there's so much superstition in the African setting. And sometimes we bring our superstition into our Christian walk. Everything is Satan or a witch. Ah, so, <laughs> your auntie or a friend can even miss you and maybe they are passing me. They say, oh, it's a long time we saw Jemima. Let's go and greet. You say, hey, just because I'm going to start work. <laughs> Pastor, can you imagine I've not seen this, my friend? Just when I'm about to start my new shop. Christians, uh, <laughs> Africans, their superstition doesn't know coincidence. <laughs> there's nothing called coincidence. There's nothing called accident. Everything, there's a meaning. Every dream has a meaning. That's why they can have a dream and see a car. The car has turned into a dog. Then it moves. Pastor must explain. You, have you ever, maybe you have not, have you ever, have you thought about that this car is not in the Bible? Car. Is car in the Bible? No. But they want you to spiritually interpret the car. Say, Pastor, the car, no, then it done. The pastor too has, you see, pastors must always find an answer to every question. I don't know the formula they have been using that I also came to meet. But some of them are very wonderful. When today I sit back and I look at some of the formulas. <laughs> some of the formulas are amazing. And you know, I, 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 I think, I think I want to find out how do we conclude here? Some of them are normal. It's easy to get there. Like when they say, I've been crying, palm nut is blood. At least, the color. <laughs> but some of the equations, only God knows where they got the formula from. But we are so superstitious, you can just believe. The shoes is a symbol of your destiny. Shoe. What about hat? Why? Let me move from here. Too many questions with no answers. So, okay. Let's today, let's take another study. Let's look at another case study. Yesterday, we looked at the woman with the issue of blood. Today, we are going to look at Jairus and the, and the daughter. Mark chapter 5, 35. Mark chapter 5, the verse 35. Please turn your Bibles there. Mark 5, 35. So now, please let me paint the picture for you to see. So the woman with the issue of blood, 12 years of bleeding, had several things. She decided what she wants to believe in and what to believe, what to depend on. She said to herself, if he is the son of God, I will touch his hem of the garment and I will be whole. The moment Jesus healed. No, let me paint the picture very well. So Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house. Then the woman touched Jesus and got a healing. The moment she was concentrating on the 
healing that somebody has gotten. So imagine, Jairus is with Jesus. He has come to tell Jesus about his daughter's issue. So Jesus, okay, let's go to your house. On their way to Jairus' house, a woman touches Jesus from the back. Jesus says, who touched me? The disciples say, ah, Master, everybody is touched. He says, no. This is different. The woman comes out and confesses that, yes, this is what I was saying before I came, and this is what I've gotten. Then Jesus tells the, lady, the woman with the issue of blood, thy faith has made you. The moment Jesus' mouth landed, pam, 35. Mark chapter 5, verse 35. Mm-hmm. While he yet speaks. Whilst Jesus was speaking. What was Jesus speaking? Jesus telling the woman, thy faith has made you whole. There came from the ruler of there the There came from Jairus' house. Setting which said. Setting which came and told Jesus that what? Thy daughter is dead. They said Jairus. Thy daughter is dead. Jairus. Thy daughter is dead. Jairus. If they will even just give him that report alone. Look at what they continued. Why troublest thou the master any further? Oh, the problem has kaput. Stop worrying Jesus. They are adding insult to injury. Why troublest thou the master any further. What did Jesus say? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, what he says, hold on. When the people said what they said, what did Jesus say? As soon as Jesus heard the word he said that what? was spoken. As soon as. As soon as. As soon as Jesus heard what the people say. What did Jesus say? He saith unto the ruler of the synagogue. He says to Jairus, not to the people who said the bad report. Mm. Eh? Be not afraid. What? Be not afraid. So the Don't... people have given Jairus, who had just gotten hope because of a message that was preached mm. and was believing God for the miraculous. Then in the course of her faith, they bring her an evil report. But Jesus does not concentrate mm. on the evil reporters. Jesus' focus is on the person expecting the miracle. Sometimes you are focusing on the wrong things. Another key lesson, write it in capital. You must learn to deal with Contrary information immediately. I must learn to deal with contrary information immediately. Not go home and start pondering on what they said. Not allow it to have life. And I have told you, the focus was not the people propagating it. Jesus didn't listen to the people who brought the bad report. He turned to the one expecting. Sister, if you are sick, you know what you are feeling. If your daughter is in a situation, 
Anybody can say whatever they like. You know, when something doesn't concern people, they can open their mouth anyhow. Gossiping is sweet, though. If you are the one they are gossiping about, you will know how it feels like. To talk about somebody, it feels so good. But if you are the subject of discussion, It is very easy for people to say, oh, Germanica, Germanica. Because it is not their issue. They are going home to their children. So they can tell you to stop troubling the master. Is it their daughter that is sick? It is not. So when people are sleeping and you are also sleeping, you have not checked your level. You have not. You must learn to deal with contrary information immediately. Hear me. Such information can come from doctors. And they are not evil. He's just telling you situational report. So you deal with contrary information. But don't be personal about the people bringing the information. The doctor will just tell you what your scan said. He will just tell you what the S-ray said, is it not? His duty is to read. <laughs> is that not his duty? So he will tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes this contrary information will come from friends. It can also even come from your own feelings. I feel like I feel like. So, contrary information, contrary because it is against the word of God, contrary because it is against your expectation, anything that is contrary to your expectation, you have to deal with it. Yes, I'm sick, but I'm expecting to be well. I'm not expecting to hear I will die. So when any other thing than me getting well is contrary. Are you with me? The people who came from his house are not his enemies. Friends, family. Your daughter, we are just coming from your house. Your daughter is dead. So why trouble the master any longer? He is believing for his daughter. And then they are telling him that the daughter is dead. So sometimes in the process of trusting God for a miracle, the situation can get worse. That's why Mark was very specific in the action of Jesus. He says, as soon as, as soon as, as soon as read the 35 again mark 5 verse 35 while he yet spake there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said thy daughter is dead why troublest thou the master any further mm -hmm. as soon as jesus heard as the word, soon as jesus heard the word that was spoken the word that was spoken he saith unto the ruler he of the says to jairus be not afraid. Be not afraid. Only believe. 
So, now, please, next point. I must deal with contrary thoughts. Thoughts. Some of it, it won't be words. It will be thoughts that will be coming into your mind. Somebody said, I have this stomach pain. I have this stomach pain. This thing will turn into also. Look at what unbelieving is making you say. You are possessing the sickness. And then you have turned yourself. Doubt has made you a doctor. Why can't you say? That even though I'm feeling pain, I see the power of God affecting healing in my body. You can say to cancel what you are feeling. Hear me and hear me good. Speaking God's word is not boasting. Let me put it in a better way. Speaking God's word is not boasting before others. So Jesus was not talking to the people. Sometimes we are so mindful of others. They say, Tofiakwa. Then I guess they like blood of Jesus. Blood, blood. When he says the blood of Jesus. It is not about what you say to people. What you say to yourself. Yesterday we learned that she said to herself. The woman with the issue of blood. She continuously said to. So we don't say the word of God just to show off. So that someone said, No, 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 no. It's not about anybody. You can have your ideas about me, but I know what the Lord has said about me. I know. So they are saying this, I won't die. I won't die. I will live. I will live. There are several decades ahead of me. Several decades. I will die when I want to die. I have said it. I can say, I'm a designer, I'm a See me first, I'm First, me to 98. But me, I'm first, I'm a hard one. Let me see what I'm I will do this for you. I will decide when I want to go. Brah. Nobody determines when I will die. Take it from me. It's something I say to myself all the time. To have such a rain here. First of all, I said I don't want any sophisticated coffin. No. Munkope two by four bina mumbo. Cause me koda dada. Eh, diabike keneda who? It's clay, clay. If my funeral will bring money for my family, you can do it. If not, mamu ham hosa. If my family want to use me to make money, if will I give them? Waste your time. Some people can do funeral 40 days. Ah, go and find out how Billy Graham's funeral was done. Ah, a man who had been a pastor for over five presidents of America. His coffin cost $200. A Congolese did it, $200. You don't have anything. Your father's funeral is $10,000. They made you feel crap more bread. Some will even let them ship the coffin from America. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> How we glorify dead body. Next point. 
You're speaking of God's word and believing for a miracle is not for others to shout that you are a religious person. It is for you to receive. You're, you're speaking of God's word. If, if I say I won't die, I will live. It's not for others. It is for me to receive the miracle I'm saying. It's not for people to say, child, I like this guy. He's very spiritual. He likes conf- positive confidence. No, 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 no. It's not for show off. That's all I want to say. But rather, it is for you to receive a miracle. So I must learn to deal with contrary information. In other words, be ready for the miraculous. You must always be ready for a miracle. I must oh, one of the ways to be ready for a miracle is you must always be ready. And you don't entertain contrary information. Another important point, where is the power of God? Where is where can I see the power of God? The power of God is in the word of God. The power of God is in his spirit. That means even as I am preaching the word of God, the power of God is in the words I am preaching. So the power of God can heal you, can give that expectation of yours. The power of God is in the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is inside of you. The power of God is in when believers come together. So in our gathering like this, the power of God is here. So where there is the power of God, healing is possible. That means any time we meet, you can experience the miraculous hand of God. Any gathering of the saints, whether it's two or three people, whether it's a special program, if only you believe. An unexpected touch, a handshake of the brethren, of the man of God, it can give you that miracle. Let's end with learning four things that the woman did. Four things that the woman did. Four things that the woman with the issue of blood did. Number one, for she said... For she said. That is, she kept saying. She kept speaking. We are not told how long she kept speaking, but all we know is that she kept saying. For she kept saying, if I touch the hem of his garment, if I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole, I shall be healed. So you can say it, I've been saying it. The loan will be paid. The loan will be paid miraculously. We will not owe anybody. We will preach the gospel as we have to preach it. The gospel is everywhere. Men are coming to the knowledge of the truth. More people are saved. More people are saved. More people are coming to the knowledge of the truth. There is healing. Scripts are walking. Blind eyes are opening. Deaf ears are opening. The dumb is speaking. Death people are raised to life. Look, one of the commonest things you hear about this church 
is that dead people are raised to life. I'm telling you, I, 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 I say it every time, amen, and I see it happening. I see it happening. When you die, it's not your time. We'll bring you back. Except we check and see you have fought a good fight. You have run the race. You have finished your course. So she kept saying, Pastor Chris told a story of a lady who came to him and said he was believing God for a miracle for healing. She desperately needed healing. So, as a pastor, he decided to check on the woman to see how she's doing. When she knocked on a door in the house, come and see. She has packed Nigerian movies and enjoying She's watching Osofia in London. <laughs> you are believing God for a miracle. And you are soaking yourself. Some people, the kind of things you are watching doesn't make it possible for you to have a miracle. Because some of the things we watch is all negative. You watch a movie, somebody's dead, somebody was sick, and then the doctors, you, can, you know how the Nigerian Niger and Ghanaian movies doctors would do? <laughs> we are sorry. Madam, I'm sorry, then they will turn. I don't know who has been directed. They won't change their style. Every day, I'm sorry. So if you are believing God for a miracle, what have you surrounded yourself with that will make it easy for you to get a miracle? If you are believing God for a healing miracle, you should be watching miracles of people who have received healing to propel your own. But you are doing the opposite. Showing you. Hmm. Have you heard Onome? Onome was just going out and something strike her. Mm. You too, you don't know the cause of your sickness. Then you are watching this. Then you start thinking. Ah, it can be from my mother's house. My mother people, I know them. I know my mother's people. Ho hoi people, I know them. Next point. Always surround yourself with the atmosphere of the miraculous. Always surround yourself with the atmosphere of the miraculous. She kept saying, she kept singing. Let your expectation reflect in the songs you sing. I was years ago, I got a broken heart. The way I love that guy song. <laughs> James Blunt. Oh. It may be over. It won't stop here. Goodbye, my lover. I recite the words. <laughs> I recited the words. I knew it word for word. Then I'll cry some more. And I changed the frequency. Broken heart. Boy, be a girl, be a Have you heard that song before? Hey, Michael, you have heard it before. Oh, Michael. I used to think you are very spiritual. 
for one funny reason. When you are going through some of this, then you hear those songs. It feels so good. The way the song was so powerful. I can't believe it. The words made so much meaning. So you must surround yourself with the atmosphere of the miraculous. She kept saying. So the question is, how often do you speak God's power? How often do you speak God's power? How often do you say what God can do? As a believer, how often? Try and record yourself during the day. And after play and see what you've been saying. Just put it on record. And listen to everything you say in a day, unconsciously. So you must be conscious of what you say. Because the question is, if you find out that you get what you say. Imagine that whatever you say is what you get. What will you be saying in the course of the day? Everything you say you will get. What will you be saying? How will you be conversing? And what we say creates the atmosphere we live in. You see, it's very different the things we say in church. In church, it's very, say, I'm the righteousness of God. I am in charge. Hey, I am in charge. I know who I am. Hey, my sins are paid for. Very easy on Sunday. Monday, sat wearing off. By Wednesday, dear. <laughs> oh, by Wednesday, you start doubting if you are from God. Wow, doubt on. Pastor pastor came to me and said, a pastor with a church said, sir, can you lead me to accept Jesus? On your shores where you're saved. Because sometimes the issues of life, it gets into our day-to-day life, we forget who we are. That is why we stay touched. That's why churches have midweek services and things. That's why there's prayer meetings. So you keep reminding yourself. Because you should not move away. The office will bring their issues. And sometimes you go to the office and the negative issues are you forget you were the one who said in church, I believe in miracles. They'll bother you with problems. I said, when somebody said, when somebody says, you believe in Jesus, Master, Master, that was him. Yeah, can't, yeah, can't. Yeah, of course, I was in miracles. Yeah, you easily forget yourself. They have bombarded you with so much problems, you unconsciously argue about the power of God. You Christians say you like that in armor. We are talking about an issue here. You are saying you believe in miracles. No, I don't believe in Bosom. <laughs> it's familiar, right? You easily turn logical. By Wednesday. That's why I meet you on Thursday before. Why if I don't take a Saturday, you come here with a knife. <laughs> so you have to restart your battery on Thursday. call Friday, Saturday. At least Kakra Because when you get to your office and the board meeting, there's nothing spiritual there. 
is logic after logic, analysis, studying of research. You cannot talk faith and act out. She did it and then she received. She did it, that is, she acted, and then she received. So from speaking, you go to acting, then you can receive. So you speak, you live what you speak, then you receive what you speak. So the third thing she did was she received. Lambano, she took the miracle. But somebody will say, but she heard. When she heard that Jesus can do it. The truth is that it didn't stop at hearing. It didn't stop at what? Hearing. There is nothing in what you hear. There is nothing in what you hear without an action. If I tell you God can save you, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you'll be saved and you just hear it. Can you be saved? No. So there is nothing in just hearing. There is nothing in what? Just hearing. In hearing, there is no action on your part. When I'm speaking and you are hearing, you are doing nothing by just hearing. There's no action on your part in hearing. Rather, it's what you do with what you hear. That is what is called faith. What you do with what you hear is what is called faith. So I preached to three people. Two people respond to what I said. The other did not. The one who did not didn't have faith because he didn't act on what he had. Does it make sense? So there is no action in hearing. It is when you do what you have heard that is what is called faith. What you do with what you hear is what is called faith. So you must always have that attitude around you. So when is a miracle? A miracle is when you believe that you receive. We can only say the miracle has happened to you when you started with believing and then we saw what you believe. Then a miracle is done. Let's read it again. John 5, 38 to 40. John, sorry, Mark 5. Mark chapter 5, to 40. Uh -huh. And he cometh to the house of the synagogue. So when Jesus came to the house of Jairus, what did Jesus do? And seeth the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. Mm -hmm. And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead. The damsel is not dead. <laughs> Verse 40, but he's sleeping. Eh? But they loved him to scorn. But they did what? Loved, loved him to scorn. When Jesus is saying that Jairus' daughter is not dead asleep, they were mocking at Jesus. You have people Laugh at your faith in God. Where they say, "Oh, baby, oh, Jina, hold on, Then you are carrying a word only you heard it. Then you, you have a belief only is in your heart. They laugh at 
have Jesus to scorn, which is common with human beings. So when people are laughing at you, don't let it bother you. People's opinion is not God's word. What somebody feels about your situation is not the word of God. So you shouldn't worry about people's attitude towards a situation you believe God for a miracle. What did Jesus do? But when he had put them all out. He did what? Put them all out. Jesus put them all out. He taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him. And entered in where the damsel was lying. Did you see what Jesus did? He took out the contrary people. So there are people you have to take them out. And then he took the people who were believing for a miracle. And the people who were with him, which were his disciples. So any contrary person, you pull them out. When you are in any situation, you will be afraid from... Block them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Block them. Hey, this thing happened to my sister's brother. Hey, he was arrested. Block them. Block any negative person. Block any person who comes to sympathize without adding faith. When they got there, Jesus saw them crying. So we won't be hugging. Some people, even the person is not there, they know much as here. My people. The man is not dead. You are crying like this. The way he dies. Blot them out. Jesus took them out. Out. Are you here? So you need to delete from your mind any logical thing when you are expecting a miracle. You need to block out any logical thing when you're expecting a miracle. You need to block out any logical thing that is so logical that it makes it very difficult for you to believe the power of God. Any logical thing that it makes it so difficult for you to believe a miracle. That's why I said to you the last time, some details are not necessary. What is wrong? Let's say he's sick. I feel you better him. You see, in Yemun Yemen, you say everything in her stomach is gone. Even her lungs, po. I hear it's only one thread. Would this thing make you believe, or make it difficult to believe God for a miracle? So anything that will make it difficult. For you to believe God's word, God's power, take it out. Spare me the details. Because God doesn't need the details to heal. Is somebody here? God can heal and solve any situation. That's the God we serve. I believe in the power of God. Oh, I believe in the power of God. I believe in miracles. So when it's a miracle, a miracle is the power of God in demonstration that suspends a natural course of action. Event.
I can't end by saying these two key things concerning miracles. In the miraculous power of God, you can have God preserve you. In the miraculous power of God, you can have God preserve your life. Preserve you. You must always be ready for the miraculous. Hear me? The miraculous is not an everyday thing. Like how if you drive, it's a miracle. If you eat, no, 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 no. Because as human beings, we drive, we eat, we go out, we go to class, we go to work. But when the natural fails, when the natural fails, and it is obvious that it has failed, see it as not a conclusion. This is key for me. When the natural fails, and it is obvious that it has failed, see it as not a conclusion. Or better say, don't see it as a conclusion. You are banking on somebody who promised to do something. And then the last minute, the person says, I'm sorry. But when you look at your time, you have less than 24 hours. You give this man one month, he promised you. Don't see that disappointment as a conclusion. That is where you can trust God for the miraculous. You can believe God that his power will work. I believe in miracles. Look, salvation is a miracle. How I was saved is a miracle. Forgiveness of sins is a miracle. The death of Christ is a miracle. So why won't I believe in miracles? If I don't believe in miracles, it means I don't believe in salvation. Then I don't believe in the power of God that forgives. Because it's the same power of God that works miracles in situation is the same power of God that brought me salvation. A believer who does not believe in miracles, then a believer does not believe in the gospel. Because the gospel is the miracle. The gospel is the power of God that saves. Some of us, we have believed in negativity so much that you have to say, I believe in miracles more than 5,000 times. So that it will delete the negative things, information and bad things you have said and you have been told. Say, I believe in miracles. I want you to say with confidence, I believe in miracles. 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 I believe I will have a miracle. I believe I am a miracle. 
I believe in miracles. I believe miracles will happen to me. I believe miracles are happening in my life. In every situation I find myself. I believe in miracles. Hallelujah. So you have to be saying it all the time. God's power is working. God's power is working. Listen, there can be an emergency. And they just called you. You can't do anything about it. Because you have limitation. You can say, I believe in the power of God. I see the power of God working in this situation. I see the power of God at work. I know God can do it. I know God has done it. Because I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. I believe in the power of God. So I sing it. I make sure that my songs are songs that propels that miracle hand of God. I am cautious of what I sing. I don't sing any negative thing. Are you hearing me? Also note, this is very important. That the power of God can preserve and protect you from evil and harm. Know it. The power of God, the miraculous hand of God, it can protect and preserve you from evil and harm. They are killing people. Yeah, you never travel. They are robbing people. My cousins were robbed at gunpoint two weeks ago. You start reading and hearing things. But I believe in the miraculous hand of God. I believe that God protects. I believe that God preserves. If you don't take care of the devil, I, no, no, hear me, hear me. You can trust in uh, security intelligence. There's nothing wrong with it. You, 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 some of us, we have so much confidence in the security cameras we have planted. So much confidence in the security man at our gate. But you know that such things can fail. There are people with a lot of security and armed robbers kill them. The security man is gone. What will you do? So yes, I put security checks there. But I believe in the protection of God. I believe in the miraculous hand of God. That we are preserved. We are preserved on the highways. On the byways. We are preserved in our homes. Yes, thank God for security gates. Thank God for security doors. But I believe in the hand of God. I believe in God's protection. I believe in God's preservation. I and my family, we are protected. We are preserved. No bad thing will happen. It will not be said. That we were robbed. It will not be said that we were attacked by armed robbers. It will not be said. It will not be said. They may be talking about it in the newspapers. That armed robbers are the rampage. But I believe in miracles. I believe in the power of God. I believe in the hand of God. That protects. That preserves. That delivers from harm. From evil. I believe God. That he protects me and my household and my friends and anything that concerns me by his power. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Finally, finally, finally. I believe in the provision of God. Did you hear what I said? I said I believe in the provision of God. I believe it. I don't know about you. 
Do you know what it means? You see, there is a miracle of provision. What it means is that God will cause men to do you good. You didn't hear what I said. Miracles do exist. What did I say? Miracles, they do what? Exist. You have to believe it. He says, if you believe. So I believe that miracles do exist. I believe in the miracle of provision. Miracle of provision. I believe it. The Bible says that God shall supply all our needs according to what? That what it means is that he will cause men to do you good. You have to believe it. I believe in the supply of God. So the miraculous hand of God does not only cure or heal the sick, it also provides. Did you hear what I said? There is a power of God that brings provision. I remember about four years ago, I was getting ready to preach at World Trade Center. A woman walks to my holding room with the protocol that she wants to see me. She said she was led to come and give me this money. I opened the bag. It was $50,000. Then we had just gotten the land and I needed money for deposit. I'm telling you. She is not a member of Yaka House. She's never come to Yaka House. Till that day was her first day. $50,000, not Ghana City. When I was asked to bring a deposit and I didn't know where the deposit was coming from. I believe in miracles. Ah, did you hear what I said? Am I talking to a believer? I believe in miracles. I believe in the provision of God. That God can cause men to do you good. Somebody will do you good. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. When your back is against the wall, you have a deadline, you don't know how. I believe in miracles. That is when you believe God for. You believe God for. You are looking at conditions and speaking by conditions. We don't speak the conditions. It doesn't matter how factual you want to be. Sometimes your fact will put a disability on the God you serve. You are being too logical and it is creating doubt. You are bringing the facts and all the fact is doing is creating doubt and making it impossible for you to experience a miracle. I, as for me, I believe in miracles. I believe in the provision of God. I believe in the protection of God. I believe in the preservation of God. I know the times we are in, but I also know the God I serve. I know. Come on, open your mouth, begin to pray. Come on, begin to pray in the spirit. I believe I'm leaving this place with a touch of the power of God. I am healed of every sickness or disease. I am not going home with any pain. I am not going home with any issue. I am not going home with any challenge. I believe in miracles that this week ah, a miraculous provision. Hey, in this dangerous season. I am, provet- I am protected at all times. It doesn't matter the time. Hey, I believe in the protection of God. No harm will happen to me. No harm will happen to me. 
No harm will happen to me. I know they are talking about my area. How dangerous it is. But I know the God I serve. He is a God of provision. He is a God of protection. He is a God of preservation. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Come and sing the song for me. He can do anything. My God, he can do anything. There is a miracle of provision. There is a miracle of provision. There is a miracle of supply. There is a miracle of supply. There is a miracle of protection. Somebody is being delivered miraculously. You are delivered from accident. You are delivered from harm. You are delivered from evil men. You are delivered. You are delivered. I believe in miracles. I believe in the hand of God. I believe in the power of God. I believe in the provision of God. I believe in the God of creation, the God of curing, the God of restoration. Whatever is mine. I possess it. Whatever was taken, it has been given to me. I believe whatever I lost is being brought back. I believe whatever was taken is being restored. I believe what I don't have is being provided. I believe I am healed. The power of God is working in my body. Effecting healing. Effecting miracles. Effecting healing. I believe in divine protection. I believe in divine preservation. I believe. Receive your healing. Receive your miracle. Receive your healing. If you believe a miracle happen wherever you are standing. Whether you are attached or not, the power of God is in the word of God. This was a message from the General Overseer of Yakal House, Reverend Gilbert Osei. We are available anytime for prayer, support, and counseling. Please don't hesitate to call us on 0544-600-600. That's 0544-600-600. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it.